Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com slash delphinpod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D, for 20% off and free shipping. Don't forget, use the code delphinpod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D, for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, abort hairy balls and buzz lightyear that woody with Manscaped. Welcome to another episode of Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. And this week is another episode of our watch-along series, Watching What If. We're on just the second episode, What If T'Challa Became a Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like our pod episode should be longer than the show because these shows are short, but there's so much to talk about. There in is them. so much that happens in these. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Bonkers. So many Easter eggs. So many just fun moments, character moments you think you would never see on mm-hmm. on screen or anything. But before we dive into it, my name is Manuel. My name is Sophia. And we are the Best Watchers. Oh. oh. <laughs> hmm. I guess we're putting a label on this. We're just friends now, we're huh? We're just best friends. Okay, all right. Uh, who That's love my each best other. Friend. Oh, never mind. I can't sing that. We are technically watchers, just like everyone listening, because we're watching we're, the we're show. We're watching it. So we're like Uwatu, like Jeffrey Wright, right? Right. Uh, someone's <laughs> narrating in our minds. Yes. Here they are, sitting in their living rooms, yes. watching. With their dog, watching With their dog. the watcher. Watching the watch. Who watches the watching watcher? Watching the watcher who's watching. Universes. Did we make this joke already? I feel like we have. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. All right. If we have, then now it's a thing. Yeah, now it's a thing. Now, <laughs> now it's, it's a, a shirt. Thing. Now it's a t-shirt. I'm really excited to talk about this one. This was, I mean, this we, we knew that this was going to be incredibly special mm-hmm. because it is Chadwick Boseman's final performance Project, yeah. um, before he tragically passed away last year. His voice mm-hmm. is really important to this episode. Obviously, yeah. it's T'Challa. Yes. But apart from that, this is just a really good big episode too mm-hmm. and and things that we have never seen before yeah in in, in like a ton of ways a and bunch of character develop or characters develop differently in this and it's a oh lot of gosh. sides of characters that we've literally never seen and i would have never thought to have seen this if that makes sense like yeah. i would I, I my imagination did not go to this place yeah it's 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 an incredible like heroism uh, episode. Yes, but it it does have some big characters who we 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 know and love mm-hmm. doing completely the opposite of mm-hmm. what we expect them to do. And I know we're kind of beating around the bush a little bit, um, <laughs> but I guess we'll kick it off here. Okay. Sophia, what do you think about this episode of What If? Um, so th- I thought that the title gave away exactly what it was oh my god okay (laughs) it was T'Challa as Star-Lord and I mean I if you're mixing like the most humble almost Avenger out there who is T'Challa I mean because he is just so sweet and very just 
down to earth and you can just tell that that's his whole that's his whole vibe and then put it mixing that with the kind of selfishness that you have uh, that you have with star lord when he fr- when he first joins um the marvel well the mcu and it's like what like that it doesn't make any sense to me and then i love i i mean there really is no other way to do it than what they did i mean just to make him like a robin hood type character um it, it just makes so much sense and i think it's really funny how opposite they are and how parallel but then how how much the story makes sense now and it's it's really just a feel-good version of star lord and whatever and how literally everything changed yeah um in this one universe and it, it made me so happy i will say i did not cry i thought i was gonna cry hearing chadwick's voice again and like getting all because i figured that he was going to be some sort of like really sweet character and it was going to be really heartfelt and which it is um and i i just i loved it i love this out of the two this one's my favorite oh my gosh yeah 50 (laughs) percent. no no i love the other ones too but but this is uh, yeah an incredibly uh special episode the diverging Mm -hmm. point in this because there it seems to be sometimes just a small moment just a second or a small decision that made this entire uh, i guess very universe possible this diverging point in in this one is the fact that yondu sends Mm-hmm. His Ravengers, instead mm-hmm. of going himself to retrieve Peter Quill, uh, who is important uh, because in the Guardians of the Galaxy, it's who you think, you know, it's it's Chris Pratt right. dancing around, doing all that fun stuff. But instead, mm-hmm. they bring back T'Challa, mm-hmm. which uh, is such a big mistake for them to make. Oh, my gosh. Like, you've brought the the Prince of Wakanda, the future king, onto the... The, mm-hmm. the the spaceship instead of Peter Quill, but it yeah. it does serve as a great um, kind of merry band of brothers. We talked about the mm-hmm. Robin Hood thing, and yeah. they like directly reference it in this too. They yeah, say, they you do. know, you're like Robin Hood, a guy that we don't know, but you keep talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the Ravagers are so perfect, especially for Yondu. You know, in a way, you know, we know T'Challa, the Chadwick Boseman is gone, but but Yondu in a way too. Spoiler alert: passes away. In Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. And he's back now, like, voiced by Michael Rooker. And it's nice to see him Mm -hmm. as well. But this episode is, oh, my gosh, so much fun. We're going to dive into the details. But I thought it was incredibly uh, fun to see this part of the MCU, the Uh Ravagers, you know, the Nova Corps, the different planets, the Collector. Yeah. It's ripe with with all these Easter eggs. But I also feel like it's just ripe with with kind of the thing that's really great about what makes these, these work as comic books. Which is, if this happened, how would this character behave? Mm-hmm. And, of course, Black Panther or T'Challa would be so altruistic and yeah. convicted to do the right thing. And yep. all of the villains that we meet here it's, talk about them turning. And like, oh, so, I'm good now. And I love it. I love that they did that that, that, it, that it played out that way because it just makes sense in my mind. Like, it's of like course, me, right? It's like... the. Everyone I know, I change for the better. Oh gosh, They're all yeah. doing charity but now. But I mean, T'Challa just—he just has—he just radiates positivity, and he just ra—and and it's just almost like addictive. Like you just want to gravitate towards it, and everybody just embraces it because it's like a, a mixture of like his voice, his charisma, like just the nobleness logic. that is. Yeah, and it just makes sense. And I love—I I love it. Literally, everybody is affected by his right yeah. decisions and the choices that everybody has made because of him. And it's just. 
you just you're just compelled to do the right thing because he is and yeah. he just it just makes sense it's well, like why the big reveal in this which is honestly super surprising of course he's with the ravagers they're right. stealing from the rich giving to the poor helping to save planets mm-hmm. but he makes a hero <laughs> out of our purple daddy yeah. thanos daddy. as well and it thanos, thanos yeah 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 he, yeah, he changes I, so many I mean he's the big bad of course in the Avengers <laughs> storyline but here he is hanging out wanting to be a part of the part of the group and it and it's a pretty big switch up for him I love how he just like nonchalantly shows up to this bar scene like <laughs> it's so yeah. funny yeah. and you're and as I mean watching it you're just like what the fuck like it just it, it's so funny I and love it's it. just through <laughs> it, it sounds like T'Challa just talked him out of his idea that literally he was gonna, and it, it like is it was like like idea. it was like a meeting or something like they just sat down yeah. and Thanos was like yeah, no, you know, you're right. Like, I I'm am kind of crazy. The right thing. Yeah. You're right. Like, that isn't the way to go. But that affects so much of what we see because beyond that, oh. everything is new. The collector gets swole as hell. Yeah. He's thick. He has thick. like a 12 or 14 pack, which There's is There's a power vacuum that he kind of invades. We see Drax happy. And he, Drax is happy. And he has his family still because um, Thanos didn't didn't kill everybody yeah and he didn't have to go off and you know murder like thousands and thousands and thousands of people happy drax so that was nice to see too nebula there's nebula. no gamora because there's the, no gamora the gamora's planet isn't taken over but there is yeah. a nebula who is not all robotic yes she's she looks pretty she's got good long blonde hair she looked good she's really i think even maybe a sidekick to this mission at least for yeah. t'challa she's incredibly you know, fit to act. And that's one of the storylines here is the fact that that Thanos and her had a strained relationship and through this mission, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe, Daddy? 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 Dad? Maybe you're coming home now. Dada? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Korath also joins, and I think that's what I really love about this episode is they know what makes the Guardians movie feel like the Guardians movie. Yeah. And it's, you know, all the fun moments in it, the jukebox and, and the James Gunn popness of it all. And it starts the same way that the Guardians movie does. Like yes. it doesn't. It, and because it wants you to think like, OK, I'm, I, I understand. I recognize all of this mm-hmm. before it, you know, totally shifts into its own separate fun thing. Right. I thought that was incredibly clever. But meeting yeah. Korath is funny there, too, because in the in the live action movie, you know, Peter Quill says, I'm Star-Lord, and Korath says, who? Yeah. But in this one, it's he's like, oh, I know who you are. Yeah, I'm excited. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, he's and like Korath, a fan. <laughs> D- D- Jaman Hatsu joins the the crew. Yeah, I thought that's really, really cool. And he honestly, he's like a bit of a comic relief throughout this because, I mean, just yep. the fangirling that's constant from his character. He's honestly like us watching it. Yeah, right? legitimately, yeah. It's, we're just as blown away. Yeah, and, we're like, wow, I mm-hmm, can't believe it. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, there's, he starts to say all the, the legends that Star-Lord has, is and all the stories and the adventures and whatever, whatever, like what he's just known for, yeah. and, which it just adds on to Chadwick and his character. It's, it's, it's really cool. It's really fun. And I think that it, it, I mean, you're right, like it is seemingly like its own, uh, like Star-Lord, Ravenger, avengers group that just go on this it's a heist like mm-hmm. this is a heist episode i feel like the first one was a heist too yeah <laughs> um, because in, it, in well, yeah but the, but but it was different like they're taking this oh i forgot the name of the actual little thread thing that they're taking but um it's it's to it's to grow a bunch of fauna throughout an entire planet like just a bunch of plants are going to start popping up everywhere um but it's uh it's for 
the greater good. So everything they steal goes towards like something that it's not, it's not out of selfish like money or whatever. Like it's not to sell things and like to steal and just for personal gain. It's just to do something right with whatever they're supposed to be getting. And I, I love it. The, the the people that they're stealing from is the collector. Oh, yeah. Voiced by course. Benicio del Toro. Again, out of nowhere, swole as whole. Swole as whole. Swole as his whole. Yeah, he's got a he's got a whole swole going on. <laughs> but uh, you know, and but what's really fun is it seems like he even steals <laughs> Thanos's side crew from the Avengers film because the Black Order is oh, working. Oh yeah, for him. that's right. Ebony Maw, Cull Obsidian, Corvus yeah. Glaive, and mm-hmm. Proxima Midnight are, yeah. are all, I guess. It's like security detail. Employed by the collector. And it seems like his collection, he doesn't have a huge collection on Nowhere, I guess, in the movies we saw. But in this one. Yeah, because this one, it's freaking chingos. Like, there's so much. a whole collection of everything. And it's kind of like, and of course, those are the moments (gasps) that you have to, like, pause. And we see see the space dog, which is nice. Cosmo, the space dog. James Gunn's dog. Uh I feel like there's also, like. There's all kinds of stuff up in there. It's like a perfect. (gasps) Howard the Duck. Yeah, it's like a perfect a vessel. Literally, I guess it is a vessel, but a, a perfect way to introduce all of these like winks at the Marvel stuff that's mm-hmm. throughout the series. Yeah. Because not only do we get like a fun moment with I'm saying like a lot. Like Oh my god, like link. we get a really fun moment with Howard the Duck voice voiced by Seth Green Very who cool. escapes but doesn't really go far because he needs to get a drink, which is yeah, hilarious. Which is classic Howard. But we also see, you know, Captain America's shield, Hera's helmet, Mjolnir, the yeah. axe. Yeah. There, there's yeah. all kind I believe uh, really sharp-eyed viewers also saw an X-Wing in there somewhere from oh, Star Wars, fun. which is exciting. It's like the perfect place to hide stuff, I feel. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Just because of... Yeah. No, for sure. And there's a moment where where we... Black... Well, I guess he's not, he's not Black Panther yet, but, but T'Challa finds... Uh, Wakandan ship yeah and it's kind of a source for discovery but also I guess a little conflict between him and Yandu because Yandu's mm-hmm. been telling him you know all the Wakandas are, are gone now yeah R.I.P. it seems that they're looking true. for him yeah and they're also in space now but of course Wakanda, Wakanda is like the best country on earth yeah so of course they're in space by now right mm-hmm. plus because of all of the um v- I can't remember what it's called. Vibranium. Vibranium. Thank you. <laughs> Especially because of all the vibranium that they have, like it's going to be obvious that they're going to go searching for their future king or their prince because, I mean, they have the available resources. Like, why wouldn't they just space travel? It just makes sense. But I do, there is like a little sore spot in my heart for that moment whenever he does discover the ship and he goes on this whole self identity, like realization of like, oh my gosh, like my family's still out there or like my whole civilization, like the whole civilization of Wakanda, like, is still there and like they were looking for me the whole time and you think that like oh like my heart like I kind of felt bad for T'Challa right then and there but then he still ends up doing the right thing and saving everybody and then also going to Wakanda and introducing everybody to his family like that is so oh like classic T'Challa yeah always always just so nice it really is just what T'Challa's character is like and Black mm-hmm. Panther's character is like on Earth, just yeah. spread across the universe, and it, it's mm-hmm. it's just a uh, it's, it's a cool message to send. The fact that like, hey, if T'Challa was in space, he would be doing this. He would be opening. Yep. He'd be breaking barriers, mm-hmm. making things more equitable for mm-hmm. everyone that mm-hmm. he meets, even if 
they're aliens or they want to destroy half of the planet. Yeah. But also, it's cool that he can back that up when someone doesn't agree, like, won't do it like the collector does. I'm saying like a lot, too. Because (laughs) he fights like Black Panther, still has the same fighting style. Still a badass. Super clever, has some great moves with Yondu and Mm -hmm. really specific, I guess, moves that... He's kind of developed. That's what I'm talking about. Like, just his his whole charisma of, like, just his house. Honestly, it kind of reminds me of Lando. <laughs> Lando. Lando Calrissian. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was trying to say Mando, but now no, I realize there's no, two no. Andos yeah, in Star Wars no, now. it's Lando. Like, he's just, he the, just the way that he moves and the way that he fights. Like, it's just the confidence level that he has within himself just because it just he's just a nice guy. Yeah. Gosh. He's got a lot of, um, yeah, and, and, and there's a, and we get that really fun heist thing in this episode Mm -hmm. where it seems like things are going wrong, but guess what? (laughs) It was part of the plan. It was that plan the whole time. The whole time. But of course it was. I mean, why wouldn't it be? You know, like it just, it just, again, just makes sense that T'Challa just had this whole thing going. What I don't understand is why he, oh, well, I guess Yondu explains it, but why he didn't tell the others and it was just between him and um, Nebula, but I guess Yondu was, saying that he would have asked him and fought with him about the actual heist. Yeah, wouldn't let him. To, yeah. yeah, still super protective <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. I'm, I'm really... Do you think Yondu... Um, ha- well, I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious that Yondu has like this father figure type mentality towards... Yondu was just born to be a dad, Towards huh? T'Challa. No yeah, matter because what, he was going to be a dad to someone. Because he's still like that with Peter Quill whenever... Like in our actual... The one that we, we're accustomed to seeing and remembering yeah. and everything before this. Um, yeah, because he does kind of have that... D- Daddy? Dada? Daddy? Dad? <laughs> um, that father figure You role. know, this was a big fatherhood episode. Because Thanos is a part of that too. Because yeah. he With and, Nebula. and Nebula also have that they conflict that and they get moment. over it mm-hmm. um, in this episode. And I guess in some ways, Collector was a father his collection no i'm just kidding no. he gets the same <laughs> ending as do you remember in thor ragnarok grandmaster when he crashes on the sh- on the trash heap and all of the people that mm-hmm. he was ruling over yeah i assume kill him and rip him apart with yeah. their hands yeah same kind of ending here for the collector too from with that with that elf who's an assistant honestly saves t'challa's life i mean that kind of happens whenever you tried to have people does it <laughs> i don't know you gotta look into the the I like this word, the annals of history oh to see gosh. if there is a lot of like, if that happens in, in reality. But it's nice that it happens in Marvel, at least, because <laughs> it's kind of justice that is served. Yeah. What did you think about the collector in this? Do you think he was a good evil villain? Do you think that he was just hot as hell? Um, no, I'm just kidding. But but what did you think about him being the one that fills the, the Thanos void? Um, I think that that makes sense just because of his attitude that we see from the first movie. Like he's he, kind of shifty, right? He's Can't really trust really him. He's really shifty. He's really cocky just within himself because he feels like he has like this huge like collection. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, also collection, but I was going to say like this huge like open window to the universe because he is so like knowledgeable. Do you know what I mean? Like he's one of those arrogant like like a he knows col- everything. like a college professor that's like, you know what I'm talking about? Like mm. like just that real like mm, yeah. just a know-it-all. But um and then also like he's just a dick. So yeah, it just makes sense for him to be the one to fill Thanos's shoes because he probably felt like he was able to um how, what i don't understand is what made him get so thick 
Like, what? Uh, you know what I noticed? He's got like these little. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he does have gadgets. He's got gadgets on his neck, and I'm like, is that just like 24 like, 7 uh, steroids or yeah, something? Yeah, like go go gadget steroids. <laughs> because he is the size of Thanos in this. Like, he's Legitimately, huge. yeah. Like, he's massive. And I get that he, if he's going to be imposing some kind of power over everyone physically, I guess you can't, he should you be can't larger. Be yeah. But I don't know. I don't know, because T'Challa's pretty thin. And uh, he was he could still kick ass. Yeah, know? I don't know. So. It's an interesting like moment, and it is fun too to see the Black Order be destroyed really mm-hmm. by the group that we like, um, the Ravagers plus Thanos yeah. plus all the new plus everyone else. Mm-hmm. But it is fun to see them fight again um, because you know you've got they're all of their different powers that you saw used f- uh, against Thanos, and Thanos has taken them on. Uh, along with Yondu and stuff, and it 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 really kind of minimizes, in not a bad way, but in this universe, you do get the sense that Thanos and the Black Order weren't as powerful as you thought without the Infinity Stones, or maybe that the the Earth superheroes are mm-hmm. nothing compared to the people out there in the universe, yeah, because they really dispatch of them in a really fun way here, mm-hmm. like pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty interesting and i feel like that's like a big mcu thing that's happening now is we got to the point where we watched like 20 something movies mm-hmm. plus the avengers and then we realize how small they are <laughs> yeah because like Loki, all these major all of the infinity stones are in someone's drawer yeah like all Loki. these major events that the we black thought... yeah this one the black order forget it they're easy yeah we were like oh my gosh Thanos like that, good guy that's now. that's crazy like i can't believe that happened after like 17 years and, 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 yeah. and then it's like oh wait. even just the introduction <laughs> and it's not bad thing because this is honestly where the franchise should go next yeah but this whole multiverse thing mm-hmm. there's a little sense of of what you experience kind of doesn't matter because it was just one of the universes yeah of the infinite multiverses yeah it can just be so what many you experienced of these. was just one and then now there's the eternals which is gods and like creation yeah. the watcher people who never die fighting the watchers seeing everything mm-hmm. it's a pretty big universe that marvel has yeah and i'm excited because it means Maybe we get that thick boy means, uh, a collector in in uh, in another thing, right? It means we're gonna have it for the rest of our lives. Marvel's gonna be around forever. Yeah, forever. <gasps> forever. I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, Scarjo takes was, him down. But what do you, you think? Know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what was your favorite part of this episode? Do you think? Um, uh, I think my favorite part was. Ooh, that's a good question. Huh. I was going to say when T'Challa discovers the ship, but I do love when he goes back home because it's like tying it all together. Yeah. Like it just, just seeing his family and then his, like Yondu's family, like the, them, all, like their whole team being introduced to one another. And then also everybody getting along and like understanding each other's points. Like the dad could have easily been like, why did you take my son? And nah, 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 nah. But T'Challa yeah. covers for him. He covers for Yondu and he's like, oh, I just got lost. Like, like, that shows that he cares still, you know? Like, even though he was kidnapped. Because he could have pulled a Peter Quill and been super pissed off. Like, oh, I can't believe you took me from whatever, whatever, and, you know, all that jazz. But, no. Like, he's 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 just he's just better than that. Yeah. Do, would you prefer, do you prefer Peter Quill's um, Star-Lord storyline Oh, my gosh. I think it's one? very different. Because Peter Quill, and you know what? That's something we haven't talked about. It ends oh, with Ego, true. the living planet, mm-hmm. coming to Earth. 
to meet Peter Quill, who was not taken by the Ravengers and working at a Dairy Queen. <laughs> he works at Dairy Queen. Getting, getting that Blizz life, uh-huh. which is, is a reference to the the Guardians 2, I believe, right? Where we actually see the Dairy Queen and stuff like yeah. that, where he lives. Yeah, but, so. um, uh, or maybe that's, oh no, that's the second one. But I'm, I, I don't know. They're both very different. I mean, I think the thing is, if T'Challa was in space, then he wouldn't be helping the Avengers at all, and we wouldn't be getting all that stuff. Oh, that's stuff. fair. Well, you don't know, because, I mean, now that he's back on Earth, this ends with him being back on Earth, so he yeah. very well could, could eventually have. be... I mean, I would prefer this version just because Thanos How didn't nice everyone destroy is, half right? of the planet. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, I mean, they're both really fun. And and you know what else is the the, the beauty of Guardians 1 is it's a dysfunctional group of people That's coming together. Yeah. And we wouldn't this have one, the, I don't it's think not we would that have... dysfunctional. There's no rocket. There's no, no group. There's would, no... We wouldn't have the Guardians, would we? Because we wouldn't need them to fight Thanos. You just have T'Challa up there yeah. right? with, his, with his new group. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I they're both very different. And that's what's really special about What If? Because it's the same thing with Peggy Carty from last week. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed that episode and the fact that Hydra goes full monster mm-hmm. stuff like that that we didn't get, especially now that all the Captain America is over, even though Captain America four is coming out. Right. Um, but I'm 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 I don't know. They're both very different. They're both very fun. I will say something that I'm really impressed with with What If, mm. apart from the really amazing animation and the craft that's behind it, mm-hmm. is the fact that they're able to successfully cover entire higher storylines in 30 minutes literally yeah and it doesn't feel rushed and it's always based so far on a heist or something that takes up a you know a shorter amount of time mm-hmm. so you can just explore everyone's backstories quickly quickly because we've got this thing to focus on now it's not like yeah. they're trying to spend I think, the whole time explaining things to you i think a really important piece of that puzzle is the fact that they're using so many characters from the movies like if you look back at petty carter's um the first what if yeah uh you had bucky you had hydra introduced you had like red skull you had like ev- like literally everything People happened we knew. and yeah. there was also like the montages that occurred because they had to explain the storyline and so like that was a really smart thing but it's just the the major casting yeah. that you have but you have that accumulation of important characters after you have the tens all, and all the, these movies <laughs> yeah like all of you know what that's them. right i mean I, I i would be interested to know if you've never seen a marvel movie if you watch what if if you're if loving it sense. as much as we do yeah because you may be just like i don't care what are all these weird aliens yeah who is thanos yeah why, why does he, it matter he, you may not even be impressed by any of this mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like huh the child mm-hmm. is cool but everyone else is just whatever mm-hmm. so that's a good point but oh, yeah especially like some- if you love marvel you you're like this is insane there's 25 characters in this yeah there's we haven't even talked about craglin yet yeah sean gunn who's a friend of the pod who's been on the pod oh, yeah, he's been he's, on here He's in this episode as the pilot, just like he is for for um, yeah for the Ravengers mm-hmm. um, and the Guardians. I guess he's a Guardian now after the second movie. But there's so many characters in this. We've, we haven't even talked about them all. Yeah. There's even like Craig, the the, the rock monster that Taika voices. Oh, yeah. His 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 arm, fist, fist. His arm is the yeah. one the collector uses. Mm-hmm. There's a million Easter eggs and stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm I don't know. I've been really enjoying this series um it's what were they called it was like called something embers green green embers green the green thing the, yeah i can't remember because i i mentioned it a little while ago but uh we didn't talk about like the effects of the actual little specks that happened and i think that it's insane that only like three little freckled pieces or three little slices came off and that entire planet just started blowing up into those that little it's like a beautiful little garden embers of genesis embers of genesis that's what genesis it, it oh my gosh called. what a good you but yeah, this this is basically an organic 
plant or、mm-hmm. organic something that、mm-hmm. can can burst life forward,、yeah. and tiny specks turns nowhere、yeah. into giant garden, giant vines,、yeah. and stuff like that. And、mm-hmm. I think it sounds like they want to use it to, but it sounds it. it It sounds like you just need a, a, the smallest amount、Literally, for a planet, yeah, or maybe not even a planet.、There. Do it somewhere else because you might destroy the entire planet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is it is a fun thing that we know is out there now. So、mm-hmm. I mean, Asgard can come back, I guess, if they、oh, wanted yeah, to. That'd like, be there's、cool. all kinds of of I guess if you like plants,、uh-huh. there's plenty of plants out there. <laughs> yeah, and you know who likes plants? Thanos because he's a gardener at, in、uh, Endgame. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So yeah, he's a plant guy now. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, what、uh, what are you looking forward to in the next episode of, of What If? Um, well, I don't remember if that's is that the zombie one that's going to be next. I feel I like it、yet. might be the zombie one.、Um, well, no, I'm just excited to see like the they just pay. So, I mean, of course, like you couldn't put it past Marvel, but they just pay such close attention to detail, and it just it's so appreciated in like the storylines and just the characters and every like. I mean, I know that there's only two of them, but like I said, this one's really my favorite. It just it makes you feel all good inside, like just to see everybody super happy.、Um, I do think that I like T'Challa's character as Star Lord a little more than Peter Quill.、Um, it's not as funny, and it's not as like like you said, irreverent. Just, yeah, like it's yeah, but, inappropriate. But also, like I could do without. Guardians, like if everyone's happy and if everyone,、yeah. like I don't need that dysfunctional. Well, it's, like it's, it's kind of the Ted Lasso approach to something. Like you know, the general idea is you need conflict,、yeah. you need antiheroes、mm-hmm. in order to make something relatable. But why? Because we're all effed in the head. You need a Joker movie or no. something. No, but See, like, what this is fine. Ted Lasso <laughs> and a lot of other things have shown is maybe.、Mm-hmm. Just, just maybe being nice and a good person、mm-hmm. is enough. Enough, yeah. And maybe the conflict is the world that isn't that way, but the characters are.、Uh-huh. And I think that this episode is is like that because since a kid, since he was a kid taken by the Ravengers,、mm-hmm. T'Challa has remained really curious. That's why he explores space and stuff.、Mm-hmm. But who he is、As、in the、person. other universe? Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Which is always super empathetic. Yeah.、Um, always wanting to.、Uh, yeah. I mean, in in our universe that we know and love, T'Challa wants to use Wakanda's resources to help to the help entire world. To help everybody. Yeah. And that seems like what he wants to do in space as well. So,、mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's fun because it changes a lot of exterior stuff, but it really solidifies who T'Challa is as a character. Yeah. Who's just a Really, a good person.、Mm-hmm. It's fun, as, as if we questioned it to begin with. I know. Same with Peggy Carter, right? Peggy Carter. <laughs> yeah, she's anything super been... heroic. She's、mm-hmm. in Shield, but、yeah. if she got the powers of Captain America, she like, would be that way. Of course, she would use it that yeah. way.、Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because uh, uh, John and Andrew love Marvel Zombies, and the reason why I love Marvel Zombies, which may be an well, which is an episode in What If, is all of the characters are themselves, but they're zombies, or they're turning into zombies.、That's、so some、crazy. of them don't want to. You know, some of them want to like kill all the zombies. Some of them don't want. It's it's just a lot of fun. The next episode, there's ru- nobody knows. The rumors are that it is going to be a Loki episode. Oh, but we don't know, and that's part of the fun <laughs> too. Is you don't know what they're going to drop on here. Do you think what if is going to be continued? Like they're going to be. It already、sequels. is confirmed. There is another、oh. eight episodes, I believe, coming out、wow. later. But、mm. it is. I think what if works, and it's and you and you know what. To be honest with you, I love the fact that these are the voiced by the characters、yeah. who play them in live action. But I don't, I'm not super tied to it. Red Skull wasn't Hugo、yeah. Hugo Weaving, but also if you want to continue the T'Challa storyline, as weird as that sounds, to have someone yeah, else, yeah, you really can't do other it other than Chadwick. Yeah, like you know, 
It's, Do whatever. It's, I yeah, think. yeah. No, that's I, what, I, it's animated. I, I understand that part. Yeah, I, I do. Um, but I also would love to see what happens with uh, Peter Quill after the whole Dairy Queen scene, and yeah. I want to, you know, like I kind of want to see what happens. That'll be interesting. Whether they continue any of these, yeah. Just to see. I mean, it doesn't. I can see them also just going based off of like other characters that we've been introduced to or swapping whoever else and seeing. And then, I mean, there is actual comics that are dedicated to these specific storylines. So, like, I I understand. There is success. What happens in the what if is a comic book series? Some most they're all just one time adventures, yeah. But some of them have been popular enough, and I think that uh, Captain Peggy Carter, Mm -hmm. um. That was one that was popular as a what if that they decided, well, let's make Just some to continue it. Let's make some other books about it. So it yeah. is possible that one of these hits so well that they decide they to do more. To do sequels. But um, yeah, we'll be back next week to talk a little bit more we'll have to see what the, the what if episode, but Sophia yeah. what do you have to plug um, just all of the same old same old stuff uh, thank you so much for supporting us and listening to us and if you want to continue to do that or take it one step further you sure can um, at patreon.com slash delphin pod d-e-l-f-i-n-p-o-d um, and then uh, you can go ahead and check out all of our other shows as well um, check out what we got going on and then uh, if you want to follow me on any social medias you can do that too everything's going to be at underscore simply Sophie S-O-F-I-E-E for sure continue to share this pod if you if you like what if I hope that you have been uh, uh, enjoying us talk about it um, you can go to patreon.com slash pod. there's all kinds of stuff there and then listen to all of our other shows mm-hmm. I will say that soon we will have a youtube that has some oh, fun yeah. video content on there <laughs> if you like wrestling dirt sheet radio is is fantastic and follow them on facebook they've got a huge following and they've got the best memes mm-hmm. director showdown the countdown strikes back all of our other shows are are, are large and in charge but <laughs> um yeah i'm really excited we'll see you next week bye